0: Is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888 941
1: pags And now, it's Joe Pags.
0: Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Great news with Kay at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about the possibility of, of Category 6 hurricanes. Five is the, is the highest level hurricane right now. We're about all these wildfires happening in Canada, in Maui. Maui, I don't... Calling them wildfires is difficult because we don't know how they started. I I assume a wildfire is something that starts naturally. So these massive fires that we're seeing all over the place, we're going to talk about that as well. Plus, we'll get into Fat Bottom Girls and why Fat Bottom Girls is somehow controversial. What what is it, 50 years after Queen did it? Something like that? 45 years after Queen did it? It's a great song, great harmonies. It actually um, is very complimentary to women who have bigger butts. And I mean, it's, honestly, it, it, you know, I feel like tweeting about that, Carrie. I feel like I should send Kim Kardashian a tweet.
2: Mm, okay, I think you your should. your thoughts
0: about flat bottom girls being a problem.
2: <laughs> I would love to hear Kim Kardashian's take I'm, I'm on sure that. I'm sure she
0: would. I'm sure she would respond and probably come on the show and talk about no it. No doubt. But uh, we talk about that. By the way, I've got short videos up on YouTube, on Instagram, and on 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 TikTok. It is Joe Talk Show on YouTube and Instagram. It's Joe Pags. On, uh, on TikTok, it's no, no periods, no, no spaces, just J-O-E-P-A-G-S. And my last video is about that song and the controversy around Fat Bottom Girls all these years later. Um, they're going to leave it off their greatest hits album for some new music streaming service or something that allegedly is for young adults. I don't, you can't say Fat Bottom Girls, really? You can't say that? Um, and also, we've got a couple of videos on there about Joe Biden taking so many vacations. He he was in Maui today. I don't have time to turn around the sound bites. The sound bites are just stupid. Just in dib He's got his stupid glasses on, reading some statement that somebody wrote for him. Then I'm sure he's gonna. If he hasn't yet, he'll jump on Air Force One and go back to Lake Tahoe and continue his vacation. Carrie, do we know is his vacation continued yet?
2: Um, I is he don't no, He was just recently speaking, maybe an hour or so ago. Uh, in Maui, so did he leave?
0: Do we know if he left?
2: I don't know that yet.
0: Because the agenda, according to Miranda Devine from the from the New York Post, was that he was going to go there for two hours. Then somebody earlier I heard say three hours. Either way, it was way too little, way too late, and a lot of people in Hawaii didn't want the guy. Not even on a Monday. <laughs> that is a Motown Monday. Let's go. Bye-do. That's Carrie Lockie. How you doing? Chocolate voice.
2: I'm um, okay.
0: Paul will make it happen. Sam as well. Junior Walker and the all Stars, Shotgun. Motown Monday on Motown 1965. Let's go. good stuff we're gonna get to there's some controversy over equitable grading which doesn't make any sense equity and grading just means we're not going to teach some people as well as we teach other people that's all it really means we'll talk about that in a minute i do have a couple of sound bites i haven't gotten to yet there's this guy uh brian Schatz, who is the i don't know if he's the u.s senator or a state senator in hawaii i think he's a u.s senator either way um i i was not familiar with this guy before but he's on on some news channel and he's talking about basically just get used to this; as the new normal because of the way the climate is. This is the way it is. Nothing you can do about it. And just this blows my mind because again, I to this moment don't know what caused the fires in Maui. I know that it was completely mishandled by the local authorities, completely according to the actual evidence and according to the the fact that the guy stepped down and resigned. We know that Biden waited two days to send any money and five days before he said anything, but we've got this guy who's representing Hawaii, saying this.
3: Well, I think we all have to understand that uh, severe weather events are going to get more frequent and more severe. Um, Hawaii is a place um, that has experienced volcanic eruptions and tsunamis and hurricanes and tropical storms. And we've had a few wildfires, but nothing that uh, threatened uh, a whole city, Um, nothing that flattened a whole city.
0: Let me say this, a, a some sort of eruption is not at all a weather event. I don't know what he's talking about, severe weather events. Now, there was this hurricane that the high winds certainly helped to move these flames much faster than maybe otherwise they would have. We're also hearing about water wasn't turned on and available. We're hearing about sirens not going off. But this guy's talking about severe weather events. can become more frequent and more intense. It's not true. Since Hurricane Katrina we have seen fewer hurricanes than predicted every single season. He's just making it up, this guy.
3: And I just think this is the new normal for not just the state of Hawaii, but for the whole planet, for the whole country. So, you know, as we contend with increasing severe weather all the time, um, we're not only going to need to take action on climate, we actually need to be prepared in terms of our emergency response at the state, uh, local, and federal level for um, the kind of uh, disaster that maybe you hadn't contemplated before.
0: Senator Brian Schatz from- Makes no sense. And it's S-C-H-A-T-Z. I guess he pronounces it Schatz. It looks like Schatz, either way. Um, At the end of the day, what you have is a guy who is using Rahm Emanuel's manual. Rahm Emanuel famously coined, and it wasn't never let a disaster or a crisis go to waste. It was never let a serious crisis go to waste. When something is so bad, that it shocks the system, you can get away with stuff you otherwise couldn't. And this is a Democrat playbook st- thing. This is a Saul Alinsky thing. This is a Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama thing. This is what this is. Again, you get devastating fires killing hundreds in Hawaii. The president of the United States, Hawaii is one of those states, ignored it for almost five days. There was action taken on, ex- on an executive level two days in, who knows if he even did it. They said he did it, but he was on the beach. I don't know how he did it, but it took two days to get that done. $700 per household when he's trying to get hundreds of millions more to go to Ukraine and maybe $24 billion more to Ukraine, which doesn't make any sense. Water was not the way it should have been available out there, according to all the reports. The sirens didn't work, according to eyewitness reports. The emergency management guy quit because it was so badly handled, and they're blaming the climate crisis, the so-called climate crisis, which of course it's not, but this is what these people do. And in fact, we've got five or six stations in Washington state, which tells me there are some really great people in Washington state. Otherwise we would not work so well in Washington and Oregon and others where people generally speaking, think of you as a very, very liberal, far left-wing progressive sort of a state. There are really good people in these states, but still somehow this is your governor, Jay Inslee. Because the fact of the matter is there's
3: a beast at our door, and that's the beast of climate change. It seems like the whole world is on fire. We need to defend ourselves from climate change. We need to decarbonize our economy so these fires don't ravage us. There's not enough fire trucks in the world to protect us if we don't stop climate change.
0: I mean, the guy is just a dope. And, and I don't mean that just to say something ad hominem. Everything he does and says shows his lack of intelligence, his ignorance, or, if I want to give him some credit, how manipulative the guy is. Manipulative. As I call somebody a dope, Carrie. Manipulative.
2: There you go.
0: Don't don't, don't be that lady. What? There you You go. Like I'm a big doofus. All right, so I'm also a dope. But Jay Inslee, clearly a dope. And he's manipulating what is being called climate change. The whole world's on fire, he says. Not enough fire trucks. We are at war with climate. Climate simply means what the weather is. And calling it climate change just means it's going to change. And it does constantly. We literally have four seasons that we name different things because we go through changes all year. Remember, they started calling it global warming. That didn't work because it stopped warming. Then they called it... Global cooling for a while back in the 70s. There was global warming again. Then it was the ozone layer, this thing, was somehow it rebuilt itself. And now it's the climate, the climate crisis. That's, it's, it's the climate crisis. That's what it is. And if you say, well, wait a second. This isn't a crisis. Didn't you see what happened in Melbourne? Didn't you see what's going on in Canada? Didn't you see what's going on in Uganda? All of a sudden, it's a climate crisis. Because if you just call it climate change... Smart people have said, right, it changes. Watch the weather tonight. Tomorrow probably going to be a little bit different than today was. If you call it the climate crisis, now you're on to something. 888 pags 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Let me throw this out there as well. Uh, Carrie, I don't know where this is happening, but the whole talk of equity. Mm,
2: Portland. I
0: mean, it's just, it's up to my, oh, well, imagine that, it's in Portland. Mm-hmm. It's up to my eyebrows now, this whole equity talk. And for some reason, these do-gooders on the left think that dumbing down the curriculum somehow is beneficial to those who are minorities. Fill me in
2: from The Blaze, a Portland, Oregon school district recently issued new equitable grading practices that will require teachers to accept late work without penalty and refrain from giving students zeros, even if they are caught cheating, according to documents obtained by the Washington Free Beacon. A new district handout titled Portland Public Schools Equitable Grading Practices Summary highlights the district's rationale for implementing a so-called equitable approach to grading students' class performance. Historical data shows there are racial disparities in our pass, fail rate, and multiple subjects in both middle grades and high school, the district's handout stated. During the pandemic, we adjusted our grading to accommodate for some of the inequities in access to curriculum and instruction. This caused many teachers to begin the journey towards equitable grading, but has led to a mosaic of grading practices across schools and across the district that's confusing to students and families. We need to organize and consolidate our efforts towards common policies to more consistently and better support students and families with equitable grading. The district explained that its new grading practices will be based on Joe Feldman's book, Grading for Equity, which provides a framework based on three pillars: accurate, bias resistant, and motivational. Now, the PPS handout described the equitable grading practices as accurate because they're based on calculations that are mathematically sound. Those practices include never giving students a grade of zero. Instead, teachers are told to provide a minimum grade greater than or equal to 50% for work that does not meet expectations, is incomplete, or is missing. This guideline also applies to students caught cheating. Educators are also asked to abandon a zero to 100 grading scale and replace it with a zero-to-four scale, which it stated is more mathematically accurate. Students' grades will be weighted against their most recent performance instead of assessed over the entire semester.
0: Okay, Carrie, thank you. That is decidedly stupid. And what any sort of equitable, so-called equitable grading system would do, is it would say, we know that there are worse grades among some students... Instead of figuring out why the grades are worse and how to better teach them, how to better educate them, we're just going to dumb down the education completely so we can feel better that we helped fill-in-the-blank students do better on paper. Now, when they leave class and they when they leave high school and they go out into the workforce, they won't know anything. We won't have taught them anything, but we'll feel better that they didn't get worse than a 50% on a... On a On a test or on some homework because we wrote 50, although they really got a 10, we wrote 50 because we wanted to make sure we slept better at night. And these people now will be ill-prepared to go out into the workforce because we didn't teach them what we're getting paid property tax money to teach them. But we'll feel better about it because we read some guy's book who claims that, I guess he's making the claim that minorities can't learn like everybody else can. And I'm here to tell you that they can, they are able, and we must figure out why they're lacking, why they're slacking in their grades. You don't change the grades, you fix how you're teaching because they ain't working. Why is that so hard to understand? Come on. You got to be kidding me. You literally have a whole school district making money, just stealing money from property owners. And they're deciding we're not really going to teach, we're not really going to grade, we're not really going to fix what's going wrong. We'll just pretend it's something different. What's the old saying? Rose-colored glasses? You could be in the middle of a junkyard or in the middle of a bunch of cow manure, but if you put on rose-colored glasses, everything seems rosy. Even if it isn't, which is dumb. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Here the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. It'll be EK Smythe at the bottom. I'm going to talk about. Is there going to be a Category Six hurricane? I'm going to talk about that. Also, all these fires. What's the story with all these fires? Plus, we're going to get into the fact that there is a new Greatest Hits coming out for Queen that's going to be on some new streaming service or something that allegedly is for young adults. They're leaving out the song "Fat Bottom Girls" because the woke the woke world is taking over. That's why. We're going to get into that as well. If you want to see that video about that, go to uh, TikTok, Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. No, no period, no comma, no underscore, no anything. Just J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Only, the only um, account I have there. Over on YouTube and on Instagram, it's Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. Go and check that out. Uh, make sure you do right now. Uh, meantime, i to remind you about what's happening with your money. Do you feel good about it? Are you in precious metals at all? If you're not, keep in mind, we're talking about 22-year high interest rates. That's that's crazy. Bank collapses going on. The very real threat of a deep recession. This is the right time to call my friends at Swiss America. Swiss America is a trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. They help people like you and me protect our hard-earned assets. Where are your assets right now? Where is your, your future right now? Be very careful about what you do with it. In fact, get a hold of swiss american talk to them about this great deal they're offering my listeners beautiful walking liberty half dollars at the amazingly low price of 1350 each delivered limit 250 coins per customer while supplies last get this amazing deal right now by calling or texting 800-289-2646 1-800-289-2646 or visit swissamerica.com slash pags p-a-g-s Mention my name, Joe Pags, either online or when you text or call Swiss America, 800-289-2646, 1-800-289-2646, SwissAmerica.com slash Pags. message and data rates may apply. You go to the phone lines, I appreciate you waiting. Nancy, what's on your mind? Hi. Hey, how's
1: it going? Thanks Living the dream. Me. What's happening? Um. I heard your story about the changes being made in the Oregon school district. And I wanted to comment as a teacher for 21 years, um, you made a statement like these are taxpayer dollars and this is what we're doing with our kids and our education. I can promise you as a teacher that the teachers in that, that school district are probably not pleased with that decision either. Uh, Those decisions are often made by bureaucrats and the teachers themselves have no say in what those policies are. And I imagine they're not pretty, they're not very happy about it because you're essentially crippling them from being able to do their actual job, and that is educate people. So I think it's incredibly sad that they're dumbing down that education. I think if, if I had a, a child in that school district and they were a minority, I would be at the, board, uh, the school board having conversations about how that policy is absolutely ridiculous.
0: I, I love your opinion. I love your take on it. I'm going to tell you why I believe you're wrong. You might not be, but I believe that you are for the simple reason that you're in Kansas, and this is happening in Portland, <laughs> Oregon. And in Portland, Oregon, the city prides itself on being weird and it prides itself on being the home of Antifa (laughs) and it prides itself on being the home of, of mob crime. They think being woke and being leftist and being progressive is the right way to go. So unfortunately, we have to make the assumption that a lot of teachers that are teaching in Portland. Agree with this garbage. And that's really too bad. Because I think any teacher, like if you were in Portland, Nancy, I truly believe you would get up and leave and go to Kansas. <laughs> because you wouldn't do this. So uh, I think that the <laughs> I teachers there do have some power. I think they have power with their own union. The union certainly has power over a curriculum. And and it's like the blind leading the blind. I believe that the majority—and I'm going to say majority—I could be wrong about this—of the teachers who choose to stay in Portland and teach in those schools that have these ridiculous policies and, and restrictions, I think they probably agree. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, it definitely makes sense. It's sad. I hope you're wrong. I really do.
0: I hope I'm um, wrong too.
1: I hope this policy not stay very long. Yeah. we're not we're not preparing people for the real world. In the real world, you don't do your work, you get fired.
0: No, that's true. When, you, go, when you, if you come to work for me and you do the job 50% or less than what I expected, you're going to be out on your ass. And then when you're out on your rear end, you're going to say, well, wait a second. I got great grades in school. L- l- look at my equity test. I got all fours. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. So I want more Nancys and I want fewer people than the ones that are, that are not teaching the right way in Portland. Nancy, thank you. See, I, w- I would like Nancy to be the teacher of my children because she's somebody who even quietly would buck the system and say, this isn't okay. We're not preparing people. We're not giving people the knowledge they need to have a great, productive life. And then when they're not having a great, productive life, we're seeing you know mob crime. We're seeing people strung out on drugs. We're seeing people that are homeless. We're seeing people that can't hold a job and don't know why. Because we're setting them up for failure, but these people go home in the Portland school district and think, man, we really did a great job with equity today. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here.
1: You're listening to Joe Pags.